guys, welcome to Girl Talk Real Talk. My name is Paige Klingenpeel, and with me is the amazing Amy Hanna. We're going to be talking about the Christmas season and whether or not Santa or not Santa happens in our households. This is one of those conversations we are believers in Jesus, and we believe that Christmas happens because of the birth of Jesus. But we also recognize that Santa Claus is a was a saint and he did great things when he was alive. And now we celebrate the myth of what Santa is as a culture. And so that still happens and tons and tons of kids believe. And so we just kind of want to talk about where we stand personally, as well as just some of the trial and errors, because I mean, we've been doing it for a few years, but it's still our first time on this journey. (laughs) So we're figuring it out. But that's kind of where we're at today. So Amy, what do you do with your kids who are now teenagers, but as they were growing up, what was Santa like in that conversation in your house? So my kids have always been logical thinkers. So they've always asked tons of questions, which I'm thankful for. But We knew from a very young age that we were not going to convince my oldest that Santa was real. There was just, there was no way she was believing it because not just, I mean, she's a very intelligent person, but just because we knew she was going to grill us with tons of questions. And I could totally see this. Yes. Yes. And so we said from a very early start, we're just going to tell her the truth about who St. Nicholas was. And Mm -hmm. for her, she's, she loves knowledge and she loves history. So we were able to go through the whole historical accuracy about who St. Nicholas was, what he did, why we celebrate him. And then we were able to explain to her (laughs) that several of her friends still believe in Santa Claus and that we don't want to be that child (laughs) who tells the other children (laughs) in kindergarten or preschool, because that's when she was asking those questions, who Santa really was. It was a good lesson for her because... One, it helped her with the understanding the history behind it, but Mm -hmm. two, she had to learn compassion from a really young age and timing. So if one of her friends came to her and said, do you believe in Santa Claus? She had to be really smart about how to answer that. Yes, yes. Especially as a four or five-year-old, that's a really difficult thing to do. But she understood that she didn't want to be the person that told them the truth, that the person that had to tell them the truth was their mommy or their daddy. And so that's how we handled it. We didn't really talk about the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy, although with the Tooth Fairy, it was kind of a funny thing within our household. (laughs) Again, my kids Uh, From a young age, the very first time the, quote, tooth fairy forgot to leave a coin underneath the pillow, Grace came to me and she was like, hey, tooth fairy, (laughs) you forgot to leave me money last night. (laughs) So I think it just depends on the kid. But we just understood from a young age that was that was going to be our kids. And we didn't we wanted them to have fun with it. We wanted there to be, you know, the fun of the magic and all that kind of stuff. But we knew that our kids were going to be super upset when they found out the truth and that that would affect them deeply. So I think it's a matter of knowing your kids, knowing Mm -hmm. what they can handle, what they can't handle, preparing yourself if they are a logical child who's going to ask you lots of questions. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want to lie to her. That was, that's a big thing to me. I just, I wanted her to know the truth. If she was going to ask me a question, I wanted her to know that I was going to speak the truth to her. 
I'm with you a hundred percent. And again, please don't email us hate messages that we're ruining the magic of Christmas. <laughs> we are not telling your kids personally. Our kids might tell your kids, and we apologize in advance. <laughs> yes. So in our household, I grew up with Santa. Um, yeah, and me it was too. Great and mm-hmm. Tooth Fairy, and I don't remember ever being traumatized finding out that he wasn't real or anything like that. But there's something that when I gained a relationship with Jesus, and, and having God as the Father. And I started having kids of my own. How do you explain to a child who believes everything? Jesus even says, come to me with a faith like a child because they believe so innocently about all things. So now we're telling our kids that God's real, even though you can't see him. Santa's real with a wink. Tooth Fairy's real with a wink. You know, Uh all of these things, right? And then all of a sudden you realize that Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus is not real. Well, then what else is not real? the things that I can't yeah, see. That's true. And so there was this essence of, I want my kids again, as you had said, to, to trust me first and foremost, but to also recognize there is absolute truth and there's the, you know, the shady, like cultural little T truth. And, and I wanted my kids to know that there's a difference. Now here's how we go about doing it in our home. Personally, what we do in our home is we still love to pretend. That's why I phrase it. We can pretend that Santa's bringing presents and the tooth fairy is going to bring money. Um, they know it's us, but yet it's fun to yeah, pretend. It and keeps so the fun. We're able then to project that into. So when kids are talking about it at school, they may not know that it's true or not, but it's fun to go along with that. Well, recently, <laughs> someone asked my nine year old son at the babysitters, Do you think Santa's real? Uh, well, he said, No, I don't sure. think he's real. Because he's an honest child. And he's nine. And he's nine. And so the babysitter texted me and said, hey, I just wanted you to know that, you know, Micah let everyone know that Santa's not real. Well, my immediate response was really anger because I know how that would hurt the kids and how it would hurt the families. And so I I went in like guns ablazing, like, why would you do that? And this is just another parenting fail. Let me just <laughs> be honest. I didn't really give him a chance to explain the situation until finally he said, but mom, she asked me if he was real and I had to be honest. And I thought, oh, Lord, have mercy. I've raised a good kid. right? So it's that complication where I don't want to teach my kids to lie about this. Right. And so now we are exploring how do you talk about Mm -hmm. it? And so we've kind of concluded like when someone asks you, yes, I believe in Santa Claus, we can. And this is kind of twisting a little bit. I'm still trying to figure it out and work it out. But. We do believe that St. Nick was a real That's right. person. That's right. And we talk about the history they know about that. So they're able to say yes in honesty because, yes, he was real. Whether mm-hmm. or not I believe he comes down the chimney with reindeer, <laughs> no, I don't believe that. But I think for our kids, again, I do appreciate the idea of creating a magic for our kids in childhood. So it keeps them innocent and it keeps them childlike, which we all appreciate. But, again, me personally... I feel like when we distort the truth in this simple way, even though it is for the good of our kids to keep them innocent, it makes them second guess when they find out the truth. And then I know I've read articles about, you know, this is what to say to your kids when they finally figure it out. Mm. Well, usually these kids are figuring this out like third grade, maybe even less. Their brain development still can't process rationally. So all they, even though you're telling them I did this for your benefit, 
they're still hearing mommy and daddy lie to Lied. me. What oh, else did they lie sad. to me about? Hmm. So that's just, uh, again, personally for me, this is how we handle it in our house. Mm-hmm. You are welcome, obviously, to raise your kids any way that you want. But it's just one of those things that you just got to consider. Then how are you teaching them about Jesus? How are you teaching them about God the Father? How are you teaching them about the Holy Spirit? And whether or not that will look different once they find out that Santa's not real. You know, it's funny this year... We've also done the elf. I've never oh, done the elf. Oh, I was going to ask you if you've done the elf on Girl, the show. That is too much work. It's so much work. Too I'm much. so glad that that was not a thing when my kids were little. <laughs> yes. Because, well, I think I would have had fun with it because some of the pictures that I've seen that people do, that's pretty funny stuff. Absolutely. It can be. It'd be I mean, there's whole Pinterest boards, right? Yes. About how fun this elf can have okay so you do this so this year we're walking my oldest who's 13 and i were walking and we saw the book and the elf and whatever and she goes we should totally do this and i go listen child you know your mama the elf would stay in one place (laughs) that's right the elf would not move right and she goes well i'll do it i was like okay fine if you're willing to do it let's make it happen and so she did and she's done a pretty good job like i've helped in between like the boys sometimes get up like where's the elf today you know again knowing that the elf moves by the presence of the mom and now big (laughs) sister but it's fun that they're they're still getting excited so yesterday he was baby jesus and the nativity like he knocked baby jesus out of the way and then today he's like climbing up a wreath that's fun yeah we can still have christmas fun and do those cool things but not have to necessarily alter the reality of why we do Christmas to begin with, I think. So, yeah, there's some fun stuff in there. But uh, I do think it's important to think about why we tell our kids what we tell them mm-hmm. and whether or not that's actually for their best interest. You know, it's funny. I was listening to the radio station today and the whole Santa Claus is coming to town came oh, yeah. on. He yeah. sees you when you're sleeping. Right, a stalkerish. Stalker. <laughs> I have never listened to that song. Oh, really? The I mean, lyrics? like I've listened yeah. to the song, yeah. but I, but I've never really intently listened to the yeah. words of the song. Yeah. No, it's creepy. Yep. Yeah. I know. No wonder I was so freaked out by Santa when I was little. Mm. I was so afraid to do something wrong because I was afraid he was that he was watching me. And now I understand why I have to have the blinds completely down when I go to sleep. Stop. Not Santa kidding. Claus traumatized you Santa so Claus much traumatized that you have me. to shut the door and close the blinds Yes, to sleep. because I was really, I really, because I remember as a little kid, I remember thinking I didn't want anybody to be able to peek in my window. Oh it's my probably gosh. stemmed from Santa. <laughs> I really foresee this. This is probably why we have an increase of anxiety in our culture. <laughs> It's Santa Claus. It's because of Santa. <laughs> we pinpoint it. You heard it here. That's folks. right. It's first. We're gonna do some research and get get tons of publicity. Right? Oh my! No. no, they would be parents murdering us. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're already gonna get hate mail because of this episode. Hey, that's okay. So. We are right. real talking. Real talk, guys. Real talk. Well, <laughs> any other fun things that you did during Christmas time regarding? I mean, because we grew up with Santa, we grew up with you know some of those um, myths and fun things. Anything sure. else that you do? Um, or that you just even do with your kids now? Yeah, yeah. Traditions: the Advent calendar with the chocolate. Ooh, I hear yes. they have that in wine now. What? Yeah, I don't drink much wine. I drink, you know, like sweet yeah. stuff maybe occasionally, like that Jolly Juice. Hello, yes. holla. That stuff <laughs> is delicious. Girl, straight grape juice with a little yeah, bit of tang. Is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That's, that's my style. Uh-huh. But okay, so the Advent, and that was candy or chocolate? Chocolate. Or? 
Okay. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. was a big thing in my house. It still is a big thing. Yeah. For sure. My mom still gets advent calendars for my kids. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's really cute. So that tradition has been kept alive for years and years and years. Yeah. It used to be that we would switch between kids of who could put the star on the tree. Ooh, Although you've seen the tree honor. in my house, girl, that thing is like twenty-five feet. It touches the ceiling. You cannot it's put crazy. you can't put a star up there anymore. No. So we stopped that tradition. So yeah, just traditional hmm. fun things within our household. Um, Christmas movies. We yes. have to watch all of the Christmas movies, yes. and you know, family time. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. How about you? No, we really didn't. The only thing that I remember that we did consistently, I think, is is Christmas Eve, we would open a gift. Oh, yes. And we would get to pick one gift to open on Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, and and usually, we flipped that. You did? We would open up, and we still do. We open all of our gifts on Christmas Eve. I know. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Then we wake up Christmas morning, we get our stockings, and we get, like, our one big gift. That's how we do it. Oh, interesting. I know. It's kind of fun. Talk about instant gratification. I mean, you know, it's a good time. (laughs) Your kids are like, I never have to wait for anything. That's right. I get to do it on Christmas Christmas Eve. Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, something my kids would love that idea. Of course. Yeah, but I don't know. Interesting. No, we're not much for traditions. I've tried to do traditional things like pajamas. We've bought pajamas every year and taken photos in those. Now it's super expensive because my kids are like in adult clothes now. So oh, like, yeah, it is expensive. It, money. Yeah. <laughs> matching, matching pajamas don't happen. Right. We'll just hide under a matching blanket. How about <laughs> oh, that's that? That's smart. That's actually cute. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It'll be your new with Christmas your, like, card. With your little Christmas mugs. Oh, that would be cute. We don't have Christmas mugs. Yeah, go to, like, go to the Dollar Tree. Okay. Get Christmas mugs. There are some there. I was just there. Yeah. Everybody Mm. holds their Christmas mug underneath the Christmas blanket. That would be kind of cute. Okay. You could do that every year. Well, you heard it first here on on Girl Talk Real Talk. That's going to be my Christmas card. So when you receive it, there you go. Now you know the origin. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, Christmas is a fun time. We we love it for our families because, honestly, it's just time to spend with family. You know, and it's, it is magical because it reminds us why we celebrate the season to begin with. And that is the birth of Jesus Christ, who is our savior. There's nothing cooler than that. And there is something magical about that. And we don't need to add any fluff or sprinkles or anything on top of that, because that in itself, the birth of our savior is enough to make just things beautiful. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of Girl Talk Real Talk. We look forward to just hearing from you regarding whether you want us to talk about other things or avoid talking about things like (laughs) spoiling Santa Claus for you because you might be a 28-year-old and still think Santa's real and our apologies. So you can talk to our lawyers, which we don't have. But you know what? If I make you feel like we do, there might be some confidence in that. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. We look forward to talking with you all soon. 